One, two, three. What? Huh? Four. Are, we, are we supposed to just count down together? Four, two, L six. Bingo. Direction. It's been a while. Seven. Oh man, awesome! All right, now I'm going with that. Okay. <laughs> All right, welcome everyone to Tupacast, episode ten. Tonight I have joining with me Kevin and Mark. How are you guys doing? Good. Very I'm good. great. How are you guys? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> We're rolling things out on a really good note so far. <laughs> yeah, and tonight we're going to talk Christmas. But first, before we get into Christmas, do you guys have any uh, any news you want to share with us since the last time we talked? I have no news. No news is good news. That's what I've heard. I have uh, news, so it's not going to be good news. You see that tree right there behind me? Uh-oh. This beautiful six-foot scrawny Christmas tree is a result of a story which I'll try to make very fast. My wife belongs to FreeCycle in uh, Connecticut. FreeCycle, if you don't know, is a it's a place you go when you want to get something. Say I have uh, like this microphone it is one heck of a microphone, but I don't really want to sell it because I've used it so much. So I want to give it to somebody who could use it. Well, you put it on free cycle and it's recycled to somebody else for free. Okay, it's cool. Mm. So that's, that's cool. what it is. Pay it forward or whatever. Right, exactly. So we had this beautiful tree that she got, I'm going to say maybe in somewhere around July or August, she found it on free cycle. It was a 7.5 foot Martha Stewart Christmas tree, pre lit with cones and, oh, wow. and, uh, and beautiful snow lightly all over it, and it was a nice. it was a Fraser fir meets uh, uh, Douglas fir type of tree. It was beautiful. We stood it. We we got it here. I should say that first, and I unzipped it, and that's when I noticed the glitter. And I picked it up, and there was glitter everywhere, just oh, in the air. It was like it, nice. it was like putting insulation in a ceiling, <laughs> and uh, it was everywhere. And we got the tree up, and we had it standing up, and the cat just walked by it and came out, and it was a shiny cat. Oh, all of a sudden, it, was nice. it looked like an aluminum kitty came walking out on the other side. Oh, wow! So I said, Shelly, we can't have this tree." And uh, you so threw it in the lake. Said, "Of course, because it's a tree." <laughs> what? You threw it in the lake. <laughs> the lake is awful shiny right now. Um, and so we argued a little bit back and forth, and then she noticed that everywhere she was walking there was glitter all over everything it just explosion of glitter so the result is this little tiny six foot did you get that from uh, free cycle no this one we had stored away from an old apartment that we lived in so that's the result so that's cool christmas we have free cycle here too but it's just called the street cor- the street corner, and we just throw all our crap on the side of the road and just see who t- see who takes it. <laughs> it's great for after garage sales. Monday. 
You go around Saturday <laughs> afternoon and see who you know all, everything that didn't sell at everybody's garage sale sitting on the side of the road, and you get it for free. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you re- and you recycled it to yourself. Yeah, that's, that's right. Good. I, I had no one buys like big like you know glass tube TVs anymore. We had a couple we were selling, and I was I put them down to a dollar by the last day of the garage sale, oh, wow. and they still wouldn't sell. But somehow, when they're free, someone oh, yeah. will come and get them. Somebody will do so. Something. They won't pay a dollar, but they'll you know they'll take it for free. So. <laughs> I have a, a, a interesting piece of news that um, so that I worked on this kids book called The Naughty List. I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, I went to San Antonio a couple weeks ago to do book signings with the author. And I don't know if did I mention that on the last podcast or not. I don't remember, but we I mentioned it again. Uh, okay, we went up to San Antonio, um, I don't know, like three weeks ago, and I met the author for the first time, and we we signed some of the, the kids' books that, that, that he made, he wrote and I illustrated, and we, we signed That's copies awesome. at a, um, at a co- uh, comic store called Heroes, Heroes and Fantasies in San Antonio, and man, it was, cool. it, was a, it was the best comic store I've ever been into. It was huge, and they had like seven people working there, and they all had the little headsets, I mean, it was wow. it was really slick, but uh, anyway, so uh, we signed books for about f- four hours, and then wow. this uh, his friend came by and uh, interviewed us for his podcast, which is called Cine Snobs, and and they kind of review movies and stuff. But um, since the guy lives in San Antonio, we were talking. I told him how that next day I was taking the kids back to the Alamo because my daughter wanted actually wanted to go see it. And he told, and I was mm-hmm. talking about Pee Wee Herman, and I told him how we went before, and my kids could care less, and about the, hey, I should have asked if uh, there was a basement, you know. Well, anyway, he told me he yeah, went, yeah. he went for the, uh, for I think he was writing an article for the newspaper, and he went down there to the Alamo and interviewed them, and they actually do have two basements on the property. You were serious about that? Yeah, and I don't I know. You're joking with me about the comment. He said one is for storage and one they rent out for parties or something. But the thing is, like, <laughs> like where it the makes sense? Herman theme party in the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> he, he, he said the lady that runs it down there isn't a fan of that movie, so I don't think that she would let. He said, "Yeah, he said it'd be awesome to show it down there, but she's not a fan." But uh, the thing is, the the property is like you have the Alamo itself, like the old church, and then you have a couple other buildings on the property. So I'm kind of thinking maybe the basement is maybe in some of those other buildings. Um, he didn't really say. He just he said the Alamo, but uh, I mean I don't know if that if that lady meant the Alamo or some of the other buildings. But anyway, pretty interesting. <laughs> very very cool though. Yeah yeah it's cool. Yeah and then um, this past Thursday Four hours. Yeah, I just want to go back if I can. Four hours book signing—that means that you had quite a few people. Well, well, well. I, I mean, we were there for four hours. We weren't signing like continual. That's got to feel pretty good. That yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. And then um, locally, uh, a, a local book club uh, put on a book signing for me again this past Thursday. Uh, they have this little art art gallery here in town, and so. Uh, they invited me to come and set up and and sign some more of those books. So I so I actually went down there and for two hours solid I did sign. But when I sign, I also do a sketch in the book. So every book has a drawing, which was really cool. But but even better was the the guy that runs the art gallery uh, offered me space uh, in February. He wants to show some of my paintings. So 
Uh, I'll be having an art, whatever you call it, an art uh, opening, I guess. <laughs> I guess I better learn. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, this will be pretty fun. So I'm going to paint like uh, like some different local things, like you know maybe some old buildings or water water towers or some animals or something. Well, you know, the stuff, just the stuff you posted on Facebook of, of like, uh, you know, landscapes and like actual things. Like, I don't know, wasn't there like a bridge or something you just put up? Recently. Uh, yeah, I put up yeah some of the stuff from San Antonio, some sketches. Yeah, that stuff looked fantastic. I mean, it was. Thank you. I, I don't know. I, I think you're pretty awesome. Oh, you're thank very you. good at those technical, the technical drawings too. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, it's... you seem to your your cartoon work is like laid back and relaxed, and your technical work is very intricate, and that's that's what makes it awesome. So I hope that leads to something. Just don't so, forget us when you're famous. How many more? How many more times do I need to tell you you're awesome before you'll keep having me come back on the podcast again? At least, I mean, is, is there three contractual? Three, yeah, mean? yeah, you're almost there. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. I had to do it for a year before you allowed me yeah. to come on the first yeah. time. He's just now off probation. <laughs> okay, oh, gosh. good, good. Don't screw it up, Kevin. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, my. Grandmaster dude thing <laughs> ever. And earlier I did not have news, but okay. I actually do have news. All right. Okay. <laughs> Liars. You guys know right before we started. Yeah. Right before we started, I said that I needed to use my inhaler. And I went out of the room to get my inhaler and use it. And then I came back in and you were going and I sat down and we went. And so I was like, just looking around my room and I'm like, my closet door was open. And I'm like, why is my closet door open? That's really odd that it's open. And then I look down and past my desk, there's this blue snake, thing. Snake skin. No, I know, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, I look over and go, and this is what happens. My son is crouched down behind my desk. Oh, and no. my wife is hiding in my closet. <laughs> they had come in to get a game out of the game closet. And then I'm sitting here recording with you guys, and they were afraid to make any noise. So I oh, guess God, they're just yes. going to stand there for the next... I don't know, three hours, hours, however long it's going to take. (laughs) And then, of course, when I saw him, I get freaked out and scared. So anyway, (laughs) yeah, no snakes, though. So that's good. (laughs) You're like, do not move until I'm done. (laughs) Right. You're going to have to stay right there. Anyway, they snuck out and then they cracked up in the hallway. So if if there's laughter besides just us on the on the tape, you'll know it's my family. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. All right, so uh, y'all ready for the icebreaker? I'm ready. It's time for the icebreaker. All right, so t- tonight's icebreaker is, since uh, we're t- going to talk Christmas, what is one or more than one gift that you were really excited about uh, to get at Christmas or a gift that you got that you were not excited about? Or if you can't think of one of those, uh, what is something that you like? You're you would love to get. Wait, is that what I already said? That's exactly yeah. what you just said. Cause <laughs> I just... <laughs> I've been on the inhaler too. <laughs> just don't forget to exhale. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, scratch. Anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> You want to know what our favorite gift was, and or what your worst gift ever was? Yeah, I, I, I didn't word it right, but what I meant was, what's a gift that you you kind of you put on your list and you you thought you might get and you were really excited about, or what's a gift that you got that you weren't excited about, 
Or what's just a gift that you would love to get, but you may have not put on a list. You know, like, I would love to get a Lamborghini, but I'm not going to put that on my list. <laughs> well, of course. Right. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you want to give that one a shot? Uh, sure. So I'm, I'm trying. There's a lot of ways I could go on this. Um, I had like a major meltdown for my 10th birthday when I got a tent for my birthday. <laughs> you want me and to go outside? Right. It's a long story that involves. This so, is crap. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> Basically, like I had been at Boy Scout camp all week. Oh, yeah, you had enough. I, you huh? know, like they they catch a snake and they bring it back. Oh, look the big you know the big kids bring a snake back. I freak out. And then we have uh, someone from the zoo comes and it's got the stupid boa. And you know I'm I freak out about that Play too. And so I had your whole life. You know, I know it, it's crazy, and so then it's like that was all week long, and my birthday was on a Friday, I think, and so we go home, and my parents get me. I was just done with being outside. I was done with Boy Scouts. I was just done, and so what do they give me? They give me a tent to use for the overnight thing, which I didn't even know I was going to be able to stay overnight with the Boy Scout thing for that weekend, and oh. I freaked out. I, oh. I had a fit. Oh no! Just I just was horrible. I was horrible. Threw a tantrum, yelling, screaming, crying. I called my brother every name I knew at the time, probably. I was just so angry over that. And then I felt horrible over it. And uh, I don't know. Ever since then, it's like I've been really practiced about the way I get. Anytime I get a gift, I I'm always try to, just because I feel guilty about how horribly I acted for my 10th birthday. You know, so no, no gift was ever that bad. I mean, I'm not saying... That was a bad gift, and it actually ended up being a really good one because we could put, we could put it in the backyard, and it was like the fortress of solitude or whatever. Nice. But, uh, anyway, that that was probably the the worst I ever acted when I got a gift. I guess you would say, uh, probably. So that that would be the one I would pick out. So that's one I was not excited about. <laughs> I could tell you about ones I was excited about later, but we should probably take turns. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, not excited any time I've ever gotten clothes, and the worst <laughs> the worst would be socks. Like, well, socks, but uh, we'll go living at home. It'd be my mother who would have purchased clothes for me, and and our taste in clothes, of course, would be much different than what we would do if I shopped for myself. So I would get these these things that would get me beat up in school. <laughs> and, uh, and I knew that as soon as you open the box, you can tell by looking at it that that's an ass whooping shirt. <laughs> and, so, and the look I would be was like, you know, I, the same thing at 10 years old. I didn't throw a fit, but I would just do the obvious like, okay, what else do we have under this tree here? Let's check here and see. Oh, goody. Something to go with that shirt. Okay, let's see what else is. And it was awesome Argyle socks to go with that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> with, with Snoopies on them or something for my 15-year-old. Just you could see the look on her face that, you know, you ungrateful little, you know, that thing. <laughs> and that would be it. Yeah, getting clothes, underwear and socks and stuff like that. It was like those were the needs. So that I understood. Like a, a flannel shirt with a blue jean stripe across the middle just wasn't my thing. And that's that. <laughs> I know what I'm getting, Kevin. 
you were not a lumberjack. Is that what you're trying to say? No, and I did not care. You did trees in Maine. I'm just curious. <laughs> okay, good. Chris, what did you not like? Uh, you know, I, I was thinking about that. I, I can't. I can't really think of of anything like specific. Well, but but I remember one, and and I know. I mean, I can't remember. It's been years, but somebody gave us like a like a, a, a kind of like a fruit basket, and it was like oranges and a, and apples. And I know, like back in like maybe my when my parents were young, fruit was a luxury; they couldn't afford fruit, mm-hmm. yep. so that was what people gave each other for Christmas because it was a special treat. But but when 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 I don't remember who gave it to us, I, and I think it, it it was probably an older couple, you know, and 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 so I understand why and what they're thinking was. But at the time, you know, I was younger, and I'm like, what apples and oranges? I got these in my fridge, so it was so, it was sort of like, what the hell? What am I going to do with this? It's just apples. But but um, once I learned the history of it, I was more appreciative. But at the time, I'm like, you just just gave me a bunch of oranges. You know, my mom, my mom would give oranges. I mean, until relatively recently, okay, would have an orange every time in our stocking. Right. Yeah. So I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things. I think if if you understand it, you you know, it's it's a nice, uh, it's nice, and, and and you can appreciate the history. But if you don't know, it's like, why is there an orange in my stocking? Um, that is weird. My but, color doesn't even match. <laughs> <laughs> this this kind of goes along with those lines. When I was dating my wife, we went to uh, up to her folks, and it, it wasn't. It was like during Thanksgiving, but they did their Christmas then too, just because we were all together. Mm-hmm. And of course, being the new person that, that no one knew, I had to open my stuff first, and I had to do everything first. So the first thing I do is I go through the stocking, and I, I, I kid you not, the first thing that comes out of the stocking is a toothbrush and toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Hint. are y'all like trying to tell me something? I, mean, <laughs> I need to get some Listerine or something. But it was like that was their thing. You know, they always had a new toothbrush and toothpaste. Oh, their, okay, sure. And their stockings every year. So <laughs> Shelley's tradition is peanuts, and I have diverticulitis. <laughs> so that's always the first thing I get my hands on, and all the girls go, "I'll take them." Like, yeah, that was uh, that was a waste of about a good four. Five inches of space in my stocking. That's right. <laughs> she, she, that's how she pads it out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Funny. I'll fill it with something I know he can't use. Take up space. <laughs> so what about what about the gifts that you liked? Well, now I'm thinking about another gift that was not great. Actually, so <laughs> I know I don't know. This is just the way it's going to be all night. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so when I, I think it was probably 86, 87, probably 87, I wanted a Nintendo really, really bad. And all my friends had a Nintendo and we had previously had an Atari many years before, but of course the Atari was old and busted by that point. Didn't even work anymore. I think I had my Texas Instruments TI-99 4A computer to play games on, but that was about it. And, uh, you know. The Nintendo had Ninja Turtles, and it had Mario, and it had Metroid, and it had Top Gun, and I wanted it. So we asked for that for Christmas. And so we did not get the Nintendo for Christmas. We got the Atari Junior. Do you guys know what an Atari Junior is? Vaguely. Okay. It's like a smaller, kind of shinier, revamped version of the original Atari 2600. 
mm-hmm. plays all the old cartridges and stuff. So instead of getting a Nintendo, I got an Atari instead. It, did you already have one too? Well, we we had a bunch of cartridges still, you know, that yeah. were just laying around with our Atari that didn't work. So yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> you know when you want to play Mario and you're right, like, right. Oh, I know, yeah, Atari twenty version of Pac Man, which is like torture. <laughs> you know, it's just not good. It's just not good. Uh, but anyway, I did not throw a fit though because I, you know, based on that tenth birthday thing. I, I, I was like, thanks, guys. This is great. <laughs> and I hooked it up to my black and white TV and played Joust all day. So it was fun. <laughs> it's a frown. <laughs> when I was dating my wife, uh, I guess maybe I was a senior in high school, maybe. And her parents were having Christmas, and, they, and, and I was over there, and they had they – had, um, Invited me. Well, I don't know if it was Christmas Day, but uh, they had they had some presents for for me, and we were I was opening presents with them. And oh, actually, maybe we were married. I don't remember, but it was it was early early on when I knew her family. And uh, her brothers had got a PlayStation One, like sometime like maybe earlier that year. And um, this was like it had, it had already been out like a little a little while, so it wasn't like brand new. But so then they got one, and, and I played with them a little bit, and and I didn't have any kind of gaming system at the time. And I'm like, oh man, I would love to have that. So anyway, so we're opening presents, and they give me they give me my gift, and it's I open it, and it's the it's the PlayStation, and and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe y'all got this. This is insane, you know. And then I opened it, and it was like a shirt. And, oh, no. and uh, no and, and you know, it's like uh, I tried so hard not to like be disappointed because they're they're not like pranksters or anything. So I was I, I didn't think that it would be you know my family we use boxes all the time, so you never know what's going to be in it. Yeah. So right. I kind of expect it, but with so this, they didn't do it on purpose. It was just well, just, well then later. They, oh, okay. They gave me the real one, but I, I almost was just like I was in shock. I was just like, uh, I mean, my face was. I was like, oh, That's great. That's great. I'm, I'm not marrying your daughter now. <laughs> Wedding's off. Yep. Cancel. But I never got tricked like that. Thank God. Well, I'll have to. Um. So a couple years after that, so uh, we were, we were married a couple years, and so. Um, I started doing a thing at Christmas where I think I only did it like two or three years and then I kind of stopped. But so I, I would get gifts for everybody. And, and what I like to do is I like to get a lot of small gifts instead of a couple big ones. That way there's more presents to open. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, some people are like, Oh, just get me, you know, like give me a, like my daughter's like, give me a tablet. I'm like, well, I'd rather get you a bunch of little things. Mm-hmm. It's because it's only Christmas is once a year. Let's just make it. If you only open one present, it's not really that much fun. No. But so anyway, so so for a couple of years, you know, so I'd get all the gifts I would get or whatever, and I would also wrap up a bunch of empty boxes. <laughs> oh no! And so they would, you know, everybody got like one or two empty boxes. So they would, so yeah. they would never know. And then, and then one year, I started putting rocks in them. <laughs> <laughs> to, I got to, a rock just to just to throw them off because they're like, oh, I think this one's empty. So then, uh, so then I start putting rocks in them. <laughs> so it was like a, something to like shake, a, an arms race. You know, you, you, they figured your scheme out, so you tried something else. Yep, and then, yep, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and how we how we do it, I don't know if you guys are the same, but we we kind of do it where we kind of we all kind of sit around the tree and and we we hand out one to everybody or, you know, depending on how it works. 
and then we open one at a time um, and then show show everybody instead of like we don't all just open at the same time. I don't know if you guys do that or not. Mm-mm. We take we turns. Have, we all take turns. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's standard practice. I okay. Think. Good. I think it's in the manual somewhere. You have to do it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, my my in laws kind of do it where they hand they would hand them out to all the grandkids and they would all open them at the same time, and then you wouldn't know who got what because it's just a, it's kind of chaos. And and then in five minutes, Christmas is over, and you're like, whoa, whoa, that was it, you know. So I like to I like to slow it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any more? I would say of all the of all of the stuff from when I was a kid, the all all the present opening times of anything, one really sticks out as being just absolutely perfect. And I remember it very clearly. It was Christmas Eve, 1986. Uh-oh. I was 12 years old. Okay. And we had gone to my grandpa. His thing was we he would take us all to Pizza Inn for, <laughs> or for uh, Christmas Eve. Okay. So we went, we, went to Chris, we went to Pizza Inn. We had pizza. And we exchanged gifts with them. Just just like one, I think. Every, you know, like me and my brother got one. And my aunt got one. And, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. And so my aunt had given me some some records like 45 singles. You guys remember those, okay. I'm sure. Sure. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. So I was very excited to go home and listen to these, but it was like getting to be late. And uh, I was, I, I asked my folks, I was like, can I like stay up and just listen to the records for just a little while? I'm really excited for this. And they were like, well, you can, but you got to turn it way, way, way down. I was like, okay. So I, she got me two of these 45 singles. One of them was Bon Jovi. You give love a bad name. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was Word Up. Do you remember that song, Word Up? Vaguely. I don't even know who sings it. Uh, let me look that up right now. Is that now. like a Word salt and pepper thing? No, Word Up. Corn remade it like not long ago. Cameo, Word Up. <laughs> Y'all pretty ladies around the world. You guys have heard that before, right? <laughs> no, no, okay. keep keep singing more. That's not a... <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> Tell your brother, tell your sister, and your mama too. You've heard that before. I know you have. No, keep going. Keep going. No, no, no. I'm not sure. I am not the music person. Uh, to do that. But anyway, so I listened to those and then the B sides of those all, all, all night long. And I, you know, my other ones as well. I just kind of stayed up and it was late. And I was so excited uh, about Christmas the next day and blah, blah, blah. And so my parents had allowed me to get one book uh, or open one gift the night before, and I opened a book. It was called Jet Warplanes of the 21st Century. Oh, nice. It was a big old like coffee table style book. And I guess, I don't know, maybe I, I went through a phase where I was big into airplanes, military, Navy, you know, just all the military hardware. I was totally, totally loved all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess this was just right after I got out of being into G.I. Joe real big, and I was kind of into the real stuff, right? And so I read that entire book that night. <laughs> I probably stayed wow. up till 2 or 3 in the morning listening to Word Up and You Give Love a Bad Name <laughs> while I read that Jet Warplanes book. And uh, it, I still have the Jet Warplanes book. I gave it to one of my kids. And it's it's so awesome to look through that, <laughs> oh. the memories of that, that so- uh, sitting in my room with the one lamp on just – listening to the music at where it wouldn't disturb the rest of the house. I mean, I was like, if Santa was going to come, I was going to find him, <laughs> you know? So when I was you too hear, old to believe in that damn, but when you, know. you hear word up on the radio now, do you ever uh, reminisce about the gift of flight? 
I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it's weird how, you know, you hear those songs and it's like you remember like spe- specific memories about where you were at when you heard Definitely. that song for the first time. And for me, it's like sitting there in my PJs reading the Jet Warplanes book on Christmas That's Eve. pretty cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Every time someone says word up, I'm going to think of Mark. <laughs> yeah. It yep. is Jet Plane. Yep. Yeah, if you're already, we'll uh, hit the main topics here. So uh, tonight, we're going to talk about Christmas specials, uh, Christmas specials uh, they should make. Uh, Christmas memories in general, Christmas movies, Christmas music. So uh, let's just start at the top, and we'll we'll start with Christmas specials. Uh, if you guys got any favorite Christmas specials? Go, Cap. I grew up watching Peanuts because I have diverticulitis. <laughs> so growing up with Peanuts, um, I was always a Snoopy fan. My brother actually was the big Snoopy fan, Snoopy himself. He had posters, he had dolls and everything like that. I was always partial to Linus. Linus always reminded me of my brother, and it was it was like close to the family thing, so I was really into Peanuts. I always thought I was a Charlie Brown, and now that I shave my head, I am definitely Charlie <laughs> Brown. And, uh, but that the biggest reason that I love that, especially nowadays, is the fact that they're reading from the Bible in that show and it still plays every year and it hasn't been knocked out yet, which is wonderful to me. Um, and I also have it in my handheld. So I watch it like almost nightly this time of year. Cool. I know it front and back. I have the record. I'm a huge Vince Guaraldi fan, the uh, musician who wrote all that music for the background of the peanuts cartoons. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just, it's priceless to me. It's, it's like uh, gold and it's my favorite Christmas special every single year. I have to see it. Must see it. Very cool. It's a classic. My 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 wife loves peanuts. Oh yeah. Uh, she's excited to go see the new movie. Hopefully, maybe during the break we can we can go see it. But yeah, it, you're right. It's it's classic and the the iconic you know tree. Uh, oh yeah. Decorate like uh, the teachers at school. There's always somebody who puts up Charlie Brown's tree instead of like a a big full on Christmas tree in their room. So I have a little one that you can put like on your, uh, you know, on your desk, it's like 15 inches high and it's just a little scrawny tree with one Christmas ornament. It's pretty neat. It's cute. I actually saw, uh, I saw the peanuts on TV this year. Uh, my dad texted me and said, Hey, Snoopy's on. And, um, awesome. cause you know, I, I'd mentioned before, we usually only watch Netflix, but, uh, I caught the end of it right when, uh, they were doing the play and then Linus did his, uh, the meaning of Christmas speech. Yeah, I was quite surprised that they left that on, especially how things are so politically correct. The interesting thing was, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I'm really glad that this is on TV. And then they had a commercial for Disney's, uh, that game, Infinity. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, where you have the little characters. And Mm -hmm. in the commercial, it's a Christmas-themed commercial. Well, uh, I guess you could say Christmas, but a holiday theme because it's Mike from Monsters, Inc., and instead of singing the 12 days of Christmas, he says, it's the 12 days of winter. And I was like, what? And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's the same song, but it's the 12 days of winter. And I'm like, day of winter, my da 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 Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I get it. People parody songs, but it's it, that kind of thing right there is annoying to me. Yeah. But, but anyway, the penis was good. I'm glad they had it on TV. Yeah. That's always wonderful. And he goes, Lights, please. 
<laughs> and then it goes out. And then he does this whole speech, and and still to this day I watch it, and it's just it's like laying in a nice cozy bed. Well, um, after that one, they showed Chris um, Charlie Brown Christmas Tales, and it's yeah. it's kind of That's like sh- it's kind of short. Um, it's not like one long narrative. It's kind of like these short little uh, not, not episodes, but it's here's Snoopy doing something funny, and then they and then and then it's somebody else doing something, and all the stories don't tie together. Um, but, but in it, they actually, Linus, it's Linus again, and he's telling some girl about Bathsheba and the story in the Bible. And then, really, yeah. And then in another part, he's talking about, um, another part of the Bible. So I thought that was really interesting that they had that on TV. That was really cool. Interesting. Unusual for this day and age. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, uh, Mark? You got any, well, to me, my favorite, was always the Grinch and how the Grinch stole Christmas. Mm. Okay. Uh, that's always been a favorite of mine. I mean, the song is so awesome for yeah. one thing. Yeah. Raven, Raven the, who did that? Oh yeah. You know, just the, like all the things that they say about it, the, the book is great too. I guess yeah. being, you know, being a teacher, anytime you can read a book that's based on something that the kids have seen before, and you, you could talk about how the, this book is different or, you know, it just you can make a little lesson out of it or whatever. And so I, I use that a lot in my classroom when I was teaching younger kids, especially uh, just love it. Uh, the Grinch is such a great character. So oily, nasty, grimy, gross at the beginning and then redeems himself <laughs> right. throughout, you know, that I when I got a little older, I was uh, into reading about monster movies and stuff like that. And so I knew that. Boris Karloff was this famous uh, movie actor for all of his things that he did. He was Frankenstein, and he did a bunch of other uh, roles as well for horror movies. And knowing that he was the narrator, or well, I know was he the narrator or was he just the Grinch himself? But anyway, he, he was in it. And uh, knowing that that was that acclaimed horror actor was the Grinch, uh, just really kind of made it even more special. Yeah. Uh, I will say that the remake with Jim Carrey, the actual movie movie, the live action movie, mm-hmm. was terrible. Oh, I, I, I did not like it at all. Oh. I just really didn't like it. I don't know. You guys liked it? I do. I, think, I, I like yeah, it. I think he did a really good job. I think the cheesiness of the movie is a little overdone. Yeah. But, but, the, uh, but Jim Carrey portraying a cartoon, I don't think anybody else could have done it better. Well, that's probably true. That? I don't think anybody could have done it better. But... I can understand not liking it. I'll put it that. I guess I'm just a purist with my Grinch Grinchness. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like the whole. Uh, what is? Isn't there a Halloween special? Halloween is Grinch night. Oh, have you seen that? Something like it. Yeah, yeah, I have. I didn't remember thinking it was that great. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it may be like on the DVD that we have of the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Actually, it might be on like a bonus feature or something like that. But I just and and you know the message of it is cool too. <laughs> that it's not about the presence it's not about right. all of the festive parts of it it's more about just you know the more wholesome elements i, I appreciated that too right boris karloff narrated that story isn't that what i said it is what you said you're right though he, yeah uh, okay and he was the voice of grinch oh he did oh he's both he okay. the narrator and the voice of the Grinch. yes he okay. was okay okay cool and i thought it was raven or i'm sorry it's the other way thorough ravenscroft i thought thorough raven raven screw it 
that guy. <laughs> I thought that guy was the guy who did it, but no, and he, he's the one who sang the song, right? Yeah, there was that wasn't really. Yeah, I thought so. I didn't. I'm I, learning a whole bunch. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yes, uh, Wikipedia's uh, the best. <laughs> directed by Chuck Jones. Oh you know yeah, of is, course we know him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's amazing. He's the one all the says, Chuck Jones stuff is some awesome stuff in Looney Tunes. He's saying that. Uh, oh, that's Tom Jones. Unusual to me. That's not Chuck Jones. <laughs> I always get those confused. Well, Chuck Jones is the one who did like all the best Bugs Bunny stuff, yeah, right? All the best Looney Tunes stuff. Marvin the Martian was Chuck Jones, wasn't he? I have his T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I love the love incinerator. Yeah, <laughs> the Illudium Q36 modulator. <laughs> love it. Uh, all right, so mine. Uh, I'm. I'm uh, I have a harder time watching Christmas specials. I love Halloween. Um, Christmas gets a little hard for me because they get kind of boring after a while. Like I try to when it's when it's when it's the season like Halloween. I try to watch a Halloween special every day. I mean, it didn't work out this mm-hmm. year, but in the past I have. But Christmas is always kind of hard. But growing up, there was there was I had some, I have a VHS copy of Yogi's First Christmas, and it's old Hanna Barbera. Uh, well, it's not kind of it's not a movie, I guess, an hour and a half. But Yogi is wow. uh, at Jellystone. He's hibernating. All the other Hanna Barbera animal characters come to visit him. There's mm-hmm. some uh, other people there. And uh, I, I don't know. There's like a kid causing trouble, and then they try to save the. I don't know what they try to do, but and I guess Santa comes at the end. But anyway, uh, I, I haven't watched it in a year or two. But I used to watch that every single year. That was kind of like my thing. Um, yeah. and, and then I would also watch uh, Casper's First Christmas, and that one had Yogi Bear and 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 the same characters, but they were traveling. I guess somewhere at Christmas, and their car breaks down or something. And they find this old house to spend the night in, and mm-hmm. and Casper and his brothers are in there, and mm-hmm. uh, Casper wants to know what Christmas is. So the animal he he wants to hang out with Yogi and his friends, and the brothers want to get rid of him. But anyway, I used to watch those every year because I grew up uh, really liking cartoons and and all the Huckleberry Hound and and uh, the Yogi Bear and stuff. Um, yeah. And, great. and there was one yeah. that I, I had a VHS tape. I said, well, I still have it, but it's called. The Christmas Toy, and it's by Jim Henson. and And what it is is there's uh it's it's, a, it's like with the puppets and stuff. And there's um it's it's in a house, and there's all these toys, and they're upstairs in this kid's room. It's Christmas Eve, and the the toys come alive and they talk to each other. But if anybody comes in and sees them talking they're frozen forever and they can never talk again so anytime that's a cool idea yeah and anytime somebody comes in the room they all just try to get back to wherever they were and then so christmas eve comes there's a new toy under the tree and 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 one of the animals is a tiger and he doesn't want to be replaced by the new toy and so they try to go down there and see what the new toy is anyway Basically, Toy Story ripped it off. Um, I was just going to say, I, wonder, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like Toy Story. Yeah, it's crazy. When I saw Toy Story for the first time, I'm like, this is just like that Christmas special. That and and, and the thing is, when you know, it's called the Christmas Toy, and I never knew anybody that saw it. I never heard mm-hmm. anybody talk about it. You know, it's just kind of like this VHS tape that I had and I watched. And then when Toy Toy Story came out, I was like, what? This is exactly. I mean, it is the exact. It look, it might be on YouTube. I'm not sure, but I mean, it's the exact same story. It's crazy. It's Disney. It's Disney. I'm telling you, they're trying to rule the world. Yeah, uh, succeeding. Are you kidding? When they made Toy Story, 
Disney may have. I think didn't Disney buy out Jim Henson at some point? After he died, probably. So, yeah. so they, so maybe when they made Toy Story, Seriously. yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> pneumonia, whatever. <laughs> that could yeah. be fake. Exactly. <laughs> they probably owned uh, Jim Henson by then, because otherwise, I, I could see them getting sued for that. But anyway, if you yeah. have, if you ever get a chance to see it, it's really interesting. Because it's it's Toy Story with with puppets and stuffed animals and stop motion kind of stuff. It's it's really cool. Can I throw one in there? I just thought of when yeah, you mentioned shoot. Yeah, Jim go, Henson. Yeah, go for it. I, I have Emmett Otter's Jug Band. Oh Christmas. yeah, I yeah. that every year too. <laughs> yep, I, I yep. totally forgot about that. You know, I had never heard of that until the Retroists did a special on it. Not oh wow, years ago. Never heard of it before, but I'm interested to watch it now. It's really and the whole thing is on uh, YouTube. Okay, cool. And really good quality, too. But I got so lucky. I found it at the Goodwill. Oh, yes. Mint condition, double disc. I was like, yes! Nice. It's got so, good music. Good music. Yeah, it does. It's kind of it's kind of hard to watch because it's so, like, old-fashioned. Like, they're, you know, like, it's set, it's set back in the old times. So, like... Yeah, but that's what I love about it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of work to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, just the, the time period of the of the... The otters. I mean, it's like in the '40s or something, you know. So, oh, I get what you know talking. what I mean. Like, uh, I love the puppets and, and and how they built it and everything. But it's kind of like it's, water puppeteering. Yeah, too. it's really cool. It's really neat. <laughs> yeah. I would say that another I, this maybe not Christmas specials, but it seemed like growing up, like almost every show you watched had like Christmas episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thrown in, you know. Sure. And anytime they ripped off O. Henry's Gift of the Magi. I loved it, you know. Explain. They, well, you know that's you know you know that story, right? What, which, I, okay, I'm going to explain the story, and you guys will know it. It's like the man and the you know husband and wife, and they're both dirt poor, and he's got this pocket watch that is so valuable to him. It was it was given to him by his grandpa. Blah blah blah. Oh, okay. The generations, and sh- she has beautiful long hair. Okay, and she works with you know her hair is her the be- most beautiful in all of the city and whatever. And so they're both, they don't have any money for Christmas to get each other gifts. And so what happens, they, it comes down to Christmas Eve and he comes home and he sees her and she has her haircut. Her hair's like cut and she had gone and sold her hair to someone, which is kind of creepy, but I guess that was done back then. Oh, yeah. I don't know to a wig maker or whatever. And then she bought for him a platinum watch band, watch uh, chain. That's love. His belt. I never heard that story. Oh, you haven't heard this? Never. Okay. Well, then he brings out, he doesn't have his watch anymore because he pawned it to get her money to buy her ivory combs for her hair. Ain't that a twist? <laughs> yeah. So, what a Henry's twist. Fa- yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Henry's famous for those twist stories, but that is like one of my favorite. You know, it's just I love that. And it's about the you know giving, and it was of course the greatest Christmas ever for them because they both knew then. You know, the other they were willing to sacrifice the most valuable thing that they had for the other one for love for the other person. So yeah, definitely. Anyway, and that's been ripped off in so many little cartoons. Just damn Christmas. And, yeah, exa- yeah, that, yeah oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that yes. like that too? Okay. Yep. yep. And so that's, I just love watching that. That's perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> and that's that's been in like so many different I mean, I think there was even probably an A team episode that was the, the based on that. Oh nice. I'm you know, watching it. Like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Now you need to read it. Yeah, I will. Good. 
It's short. It'll take you like 10 minutes to read the story. Good. Okay, because you know me and books. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought of another one. Have you guys ever seen the Claymation Christmas special? It's it's narrated by two claymation dinosaurs, and there's like th- there's a couple of different stories throughout, and then at the and then uh, one of the stories is the is the uh, California raisins, and they sing uh, Rudolph, I think. But the whole the whole show is claymation, like back when that was the thing. Yeah, um, yeah. and so I've seen them. Oh, it's, awesome. yeah, and it's got it's got like it's got a couple songs. It's got some it's got some funny funny parts. It's got a, a thing in there about I think the wise men. Um, but it's really neat. Uh, I watch that every year. I think I've seen that actually. I have a California raisin someone gave me. I got one on my desk right now. I, I found one at a flea market not too long ago, and I brought it home. I was going to put it in my game room, and I haven't. He's playing the guitar. He's just oh, nice. there playing the guitar. I have yeah. this big. It's actually in the bedroom right now, but uh, it's uh, it's next to my bed. But it's a raisin about this big, and then next to it is a box of raisins. I got it from a tupa. <laughs> it's a bank, right? Yeah, I wanted a, one that had a saxophone because I played saxophone when I was in school. Oh yeah, they have one. Yeah, they did. Uh, I used to have it, but man, it's gone now. Uh, Who knows? Man, yeah. How about Christmas specials you wish they would make? Either back when you were a kid or now. Oh, I got one for. I okay. got a ton of. Them. Okay, hit hit us. Go for it. Yeah, Ash versus the Evil Dead Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I nice. would watch that. Ash versus Santa. <laughs> It'll battle to the end. Actually, what he would do is help Santa do his run because of the Evil Dead. That would be a great one. Oh, okay. The Christmas almost wasn't and then was and almost wasn't and then was. <laughs> I would I would really, really like to see if they could do something like a I, I mean they've done it with Santa Claus to the point and the Santa Claus movie is what I'm thinking of, not really special. But uh something like a realistic ride with Santa Claus just for the kids to reinstate that, that uh, magical feeling you had when we were kids, where mm-hmm. we we're looking up to the sky to see. So if they could do like a live uh, capture or like a, a, a video feed from Santa's sleigh. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? And make yeah. that the Christmas Eve special for the night and make it live. Hmm. You know. Have you seen that uh, that Santa tracker they do, like on the news and stuff? They'll they'll yeah. yeah. It'd be like that, but you get to see it from Santa's sleigh, and it'll be like a camera mounted on the sleigh, and you see a bunch of reindeer butts in front of you. And, <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. And you, yeah, you hear the bells ring and all that stuff, and then and then the camera like pans to the left, and you'll see New York City, or you'll see Japan, or you'll see you know That's a good idea. Egypt, or you know what I'm saying. And just you ought, you ought to tell Disney that. about that. Oh, I'm sure they'll do it. They'll steal it from this podcast. Oh, yeah, really. Seriously, they better copyright that. They're making. Yeah. They're probably already making it right now. They are. They've got some people they're animating the, it. Golden idea. <laughs> God. I, I thought of another Christmas special. Pee Wee Herman's Christmas special. Did y'all ever see that? <laughs> no. It's awesome. It is awesome. He's got a new one for Netflix. It's called Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yeah, is it, it's not that supposed to be like a, a variety show, like from the seventies, sort of. So I think they need to do those again. I loved it. I think they should do like uh, Circus of the Stars and all that stuff again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Bill anyway, Murray. sorry, diversion. Back to the story. No, well, I was going to say Bill Murray is is got his special coming on Netflix. Okay, maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's is like that. It's He's got like, I don't know, 30 cameos on there. Right? Different Whoopi yeah. Goldberg's on there for a second. And there's uh, Ice Skater. And there's – it's just crazy because it's – it's it's peewee, but then there's like a random uh, guest on there, and it's it is hilarious. We we started watching that last year, so we watch it every year now. I guess the, yes. we watched it the year before, but um, this will be our third year. It's like it is funny. My, is Phil Hartman alive for that one? Was he on that? He was not, but Grace Jones was on there, and she looked like she yeah. was on drugs. Yeah, it wow. was it was wild. I mean, it's so <laughs> random. <laughs> so if you get a chance to watch that, that's a funny one to watch. I will. It's on the quo or the queue. Whatever. It depends on how you want to say it. <laughs> the, I think you say it the queue. <laughs> <laughs> Is he making up words? Always. <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs> oh man. Hey, did y'all see the uh, the SpongeBob Christmas special they had? Uh, I think last year, or the year before, it was uh, stop motion. They, they, they made a the, yeah, they made a stop motion SpongeBob Christmas special. It's pretty cute, man. Yeah, you should look for that no, too. I haven't seen it. It's pretty neat. <laughs> I like stop motion. Well, well it, it's awesome. <laughs> Just saying. Well, I, love watching, I love watching those old movies with stop action. Uh, Stop motion uh, monsters in them. Yeah, the I just I just picked up Clash of the Titans, the original. Actually, oh man, so good. Mm. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's a lot. the The original is oh, and the remake was so pathetic. It was pretty bad. My kid oh. the other day is like, "Dad, we need to watch Clash of the Titans again." I'm like, "You're right. We need to. <laughs> that movie's awesome." And he's like, "I'm not talking about the old one." And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. <laughs> Go to your Get room. Out Get out of this house right now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mark, you have any uh, Christmas specials you wish they'd make? Well, I have one I wish they wouldn't make. <laughs> uh, is, can I count that one instead? Sure. <laughs> this, what they should never, ever do is, you know, Star Wars is like a huge thing. And it's probably as popular now as it's ever been in history. But they, what they should never, ever do is recruit, like, B. Arthur and a few other people <laughs> and make, like... Chewie's holiday special where it's like you learn about a life day on the planet where the, all the Wookiees come from. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. And like, and then there's like a bunch of singing numbers in the middle, and that could uh, be that Princess, could be awesome. Princess Leia's in it, but like for like two seconds, and so is Han Solo. They should never ever. Oh man, I don't know anything like that. That should never happen, right? I mean, wouldn't that be awful? Shouldn't uh, sell a record or yeah for that either. So they should never <laughs> make that Christmas special. I have never seen that. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, is I, I've, I've seen just about everything Star Wars. Right? Yeah, yeah, and me too. We sat down to watch it one year. I think it was like on May the fourth, maybe this past year, maybe the year before. And I was like, well, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to do it. And 30 minutes in, I look over at Connor and like his ears are bleeding and all this stuff from just <laughs> just so bad. Yeah, and I was like, I've had enough. I can't handle it. <laughs> Even for just like. I mean, this is the time period when there was, like, disco Star Wars. Nice. You know, you have to remember that. And this is, like, worse than that. So it's it's pretty bad. But anyway, sorry. I had to be snarky about that. Hey, my mom used to jazzercise to disco Star Wars. <laughs> it's actually pretty catchy. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it, yeah. Robicide, yeah. Dude, don't forget. Yeah, especially when you get to the part where it's got the cantina band in there. Love that. Yes. Yeah, man. There you go. 
I learned how to break dance to that. Nice. Can we have a live demonstration? Yeah, let's see sometime? it. Yep. Bust your moves, man. Oh, you'd be far out of shape. I've, I've done my rapping skills. You can That's surely do true. your break dancing skill. I could probably do the windmill, but then I'll start breaking things. <laughs> I think. Hey, Chris. Yo. Segway. Segway. <laughs> what is your special? Oh, man. I don't know. You don't know? You're the one who made the category. I know. I, <laughs> I was too busy thinking. Of, I got sidetracked. I was thinking of, oh, Pee Wee and SpongeBob and all that. That's all I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see a Transformers holiday special. That that would be hilarious. Yeah. You know, like, I could see Optimus Prime being like, so what is the meaning of Christmas, Chip? Well, Optimus Prime, you know, just like, <laughs> I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, I was trying to think of like something nowadays, but I don't watch a lot of TV. But um, you know, Walking Dead, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Power Rangers make one every year. Oh, they They're, do. They've been very consistent about that. Oh yeah, oh, every that's Power cool. Rangers series has a, a, a Christmas special in it, so it's pretty. Fun. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. We 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 have watched the original one many 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 times. Oh, very cool. Over the years. I think I've seen it it's once, way back. Oh, yeah. It's awful, but it's funny, awful. So oh, it's yeah. good. Now, the Walking Dead Christmas special, do they hang stockings with feet still in them? Oh, <laughs> hey, it could be, it could be like uh, uh, they go into like a mall and then there's all these undead uh, Santas like from, uh, you know, Christmas <laughs> and they start chasing them. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and little, little elves going down. Yeah, the tree, yeah, know, sure. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> Zombie Oompaloopas running after you. That would be great. Yep. All right. What about uh, uh, movies? Christmas movies. Favorites or favorites and not favorites. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. Okay, I will start with one. I think my favorite Christmas movie of all time is Scrooged. Yeah. Bill Murray. I haven't seen that. Uh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, I mean, I've seen like parts of it when I was a kid on like HBO or something, but uh, I've never sat and watched it. So I don't, uh, I've heard about it. It's just got so many amazing lines. And Bill Murray was probably at his peak right then. He was perfectly cast in this role. And of course, it is a reimagining of A Christmas Carol, which I love. I'm I'm a sucker for all those too. And, uh, it's it's just brilliant. He's the he's like the a TV executive that controls this whole pub, uh, broadcasting company, and uh, you know his old boss comes and visits him, and he thinks it's a hallucination, and then he kind of freaks out, and oh, it's just it's just really great. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait's in it, and he's he's hilarious too. <laughs> I don't know, uh, you, Kevin, you've seen it too, right? Oh yeah. Well, the I have to pull this up to find out his name, but the gentleman playing his boss is a, is uh, is he famous actor? Probably one of, the, one of the true greats, and I can't think of it off the top of my head here. We have Robert Mitchum playing the head of the entire okay thing okay. there, but uh, John Forsyth okay. playing playing uh, his boss, the one that comes back and visits him playing golf. Came back as the one to warn him about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, um, uh, 
I forgot the name of that ghost. Um, ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah, thank you. Ghost of yeah. Future. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he you was. Bunch of illiterates never heard a gift. <laughs> I've never read What's with you guys? <laughs> and then it's Carol Kane. Uh, yeah, yeah. Michael Pollard, Alfred Woodward. Woodard, excuse me. Jamie Farr is in it. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that part. I think my favorite part is the very beginning where it's like he they're they're showing a bunch of like sample programming for the for the season for the for the uh uh for the, the network. Yeah. And so it starts out and it's got like it's all the elves in the, at the North Pole and they're all making toys and stuff, and then all of a sudden you hear this. And there's this huge explosion, and it's like incoming, and it's like somebody's attacking the North Pole. Oh, and so Santa, Santa, and Mrs. Claus start handing out Uzis and machine guns to all the elves and all this, and so they're trying to defend themselves. And all of a sudden, Lee Majors shows up, oh nice, like in a parka, and he's like, Santa, I don't care what happens to me, but you've got to, you've got to make it. And he's like. Lee, you've been a very good boy this year, and it's hilarious. And uh, it's—I uh, think they call it—it's it, at the end of the promo. It's like Lee Majors in the night the reindeer die. Yeah, yeah. awesome, hilarious. And then there's like a Robert Goulet special and all this funny stuff. It's just such a parody of you know the way big media it was and is even now. And uh, oh, it's just. Just great. I uh, love the movie so much. <laughs> and you got Carol Kane playing the ghost of Christmas present. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, She's Chris, hilarious. Yeah. You know, she Carol Kane him up from, from one uh, side down the other. She was Lodka's girlfriend on Taxi. Uh, I don't uh, know. Oh, man. Uh, she was the. Uh, did you ever see Till Death? No. Or it wasn't that show. What, what show was she on where. Oh, Two and a Half Men. Wasn't it where she was uh, the mother of the ex-wife of what's his bucket? Gosh, man, I'm useful. <laughs> I, I don't really know. Am. I could sweep. I up know she's been in a million things. Yeah, I'm looking through her stuff great. now, but she's she's really funny. Well, she hits she's, him with the toaster. That's, yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She's it, it, it's a really great movie. Uh, yeah and a wonderful adaptation of the classic story. So that's, I, I just love that one. I found another one. I was going to tell you the, the thing, the thing about now that, now that we're talking about it, the thing that I don't, I, it's hard for me now to watch a bunch of Christmas specials because growing up so many of the, like, especially like the cartoons and I think a lot of the TV specials, it was always a riff on the Scrooge story. Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. like all the hand, like not not so much yogis, but like the, there was like Flintstone Christmas Carol and and uh, and this them. Christmas Mickey's Christmas yeah and all these Christmas and this Christmas mm-hmm. and it was really cool to see like your favorite characters in a Christmas special. But now, like after watching it for so many years, like <laughs> yeah. that story is like so played out. And that for me, and even Ghostbusters, like uh, I, the Ghostbusters cartoon, I love it. And they did a Halloween special and they did a Christmas special. And a Christmas one is, is a play on the Scrooge and they find this, sure. this town. Mm-hmm. And that one's okay. But but the, but now it's sort of like I've been wanting to watch Scrooge and everybody says it's good. But it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I can sit through another Scrooge story. You know what I mean? Yeah, this, but this one's worth it. <laughs> it it's, 
really it's it's only in the broadest strokes an adaptation of the story i mean it's just got so many great little bits uh, you really you really should watch it, it it's yeah. great it's great really is even uh joel murray is in it which is uh bill murray's brother and he's playing his brother oh really yeah yeah that's right that's yeah. right and it just it gives it such a a family connection to make the movie quite yeah and the the romantic lead it's uh karen allen right and she of course yeah. is from, uh indiana jones she's from raiders of the lost ark she's right. married from- and she's pretty like yeah yeah oh maybe i'll uh maybe i'll watch it this year there's no yeah, you maybe. You should. You should. <laughs> Do it. There's no way. <laughs> what? What about a Christmas vacation? You guys like that one? Hated it. <laughs> no, no, not a big not, fan. Nah, no, my favorite. I love that movie. I'm giving it away on the other show. Nobody wants it. Um, everybody has a copy. Oh, okay, sure. Probably so. Yeah, but yeah. that's my favorite movie of all time. Oh, really? My oh, favorite wow, nice. movie. Wow. Cool. Above anything, and it's a John Hughes screenplay too, of which course. yes is yeah. awesome because he's amazing. <laughs> but, and, I'm just uh, laughing now, thinking about all the funny stuff cousin Eddie does. He's so yeah. hilarious, so great. So we great. were we watched it. Um, I guess we watched it two years ago. So my daughter was been seven, and it was first. Well, it's first time we watched it with the kids, and they loved it. They thought it was funny. But you remember the part. Um, Chevy Chase goes into the to the uh, department store and then that girl showing him the lingerie or whatever. Oh, yes. And then I guess that night he he comes downstairs and he's looking out the window and he's thinking about his swimming pool and and yes. and she's jumping off the diving board and and she's skinny dipping or whatever. So so when we when we watched it, my, my daughter was like, "Hey, why is that girl swimming without her clothes on?" <laughs> <laughs> You can't do that. Just tell yeah. her that's it's in the movie. You can't. Do I was that like, because she's a bad, bad person. No, you tell her she can't afford a swimsuit. And some people have to swim that way. <laughs> and uh, I just love like when she says the blessing, and she starts reciting oh, the yeah. pledge of allegiance. Oh, no. That is so hilarious <laughs> when the hand does that. Oh, that just gets me every time. The queen. Yeah. They want you to say Grace. Grace, she died years ago. <laughs> a blessing. <laughs> yeah. And how there's cat food in the uh, Jello. Oh. <laughs> and the cat was Bad. in the other box. Oh, I know. I know. And just so many lines like, if, I, if you rub these corns on my feet, I'll give you a whole quarter. <laughs> like, great, great grandma. That's, you know that's John Hughes. That's John Hughes through and through right there. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. We always say stuff like, he taught me everything I know about exterior illumination. I mean, we say all these, these, these they're just in they're just in our, you know lexicon from day to day we use these phrases all the time <laughs> i used to build houses in arlington virginia back in like the late 90s that was my job working with my mom's company I used to build houses and i climbed a ladder once and did the exact same thing <laughs> where i went to get down and i didn't have it uh clicked properly oh no and i did the same thing i just went <laughs> <laughs> came down. <laughs> and nobody saw it, so it was okay. <laughs> and I didn't wrap my fingers either, thank God, because I could have. Yeah. And uh, 
oh, but the first thing I thought of is Terry Chase survived it, I guess I can too. <laughs> I walked away and just pretended nothing happened. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We watched uh, Home Alone last night with the kids for the first time with the kids. It's the first time I've seen that, speaking of John Hughes, uh, since it came out. He wrote that one too, I, I believe. Or directed. I think you're right. Yeah. His name's on it somewhere. I don't know if he wrote it or directed it, but he's his name came up on screen. Hughes Entertainment Production Company. And yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was written by written by and produced by. It's a it's a great great movie too. There there's so many movies that are fantastic or that are just even just I mean Home Alone's not explicitly a Christmas one it really, but it's set during the time, sure. you know. I mean Right, right. Um I I guess we we can't not mention Die Hard, right? I mean some somebody oh, yeah. has to mention Die Hard. Oh, I forgot about that. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz technically it takes place on Christmas. Sure. So. It's a Christmas well, classic. There you go. <laughs> Most definitely. Have you guys have you guys seen a Christmas movie called Santa's Slay? S L A Y. I haven't, I haven't but now I want to. It's uh it's it's actually it's I I like it. It's really fun. It's um the wrestler that was he was pretty big in I think the nineties, his name is Goldberg. Yeah, um, and he plays Santa, but the but the the story is Santa was, uh, if I remember correctly, I think he, he kind of got shafted and and they made him the bad guy, like whoever. I think they're kind of playing off the Norse legend or something, but he's the bad guy, and on Christmas Eve, I think he gets one night to be to be set free or something, and. And anyway, so he goes around killing people and stuff, and this kid, this kid's trying to stop him, and and uh, and uh, it's pretty funny because it's got a lot of humor and it's got uh, some some you know some people getting killed, but it's not really a horror movie. It's kind of like a I don't know action a get back movie comedy. Kind of yeah, it's 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 funny. It's enjoyable. I'm looking here. You got Fran Drescher in there. You yeah, got, uh, James James Con, isn't it? Yeah, they all die. <laughs> I think right away too. Spoilers. Sorry. Dave Thomas is in it. Dave Thomas, who's that? He probably dies too. And Robert Cole. Is that the Wendy's guy? Dave Thomas. <laughs> yeah. What was he, it? He plays, he plays a a pastor. Interesting. Oh, different Dave Thomas. Oh, yeah. Uh, Robert Culp is uh, is the boy's grandfather, and it's he's pretty yeah. cool. I like him. He was in uh, America's Greatest Hero. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check this one out just yeah. for camp. It's fun. It's really fun. It's a fun, uh, irreverent, irreverent, Yeah. Yes, that, that word. That. <laughs> what about a Christmas story? Do you guys love that? Uh, I've never seen all of it. Get Christopher, <laughs> dude. You know, I need to send you a care package with some DVDs. Can you just, so, can you just delete? Or download them illegally tonight and watch them tomorrow, will you? Come on. Well, here's the thing: like when I was growing up, I'd never even heard of that movie. Like it was never on. We like we never watched it. It was never on TV. And right. and once I got into like maybe high school or something, then I started hearing, "Oh, it's on every year at Christmas." And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like what is this? And but but we usually don't watch TV at Christmas. So if you don't on Christmas Day, so. Yeah, I would never get to see it. And then uh, at one point, I think I was at somebody's house, uh, relatives or something for Christmas, and and they had it on their TV. And all I remember was was this kid and this story set in the 50s, 
and mm-hmm. and it felt like an old movie. And I'm like, this is kind of boring. And so we, I never watched it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to be in the right kind of uh, frame of mind. I, and last, I think there's a. Sh- go ahead. Go and ahead. then uh, last year, my brother-in-law had it on. And we were watching it, and we saw the whole part with the leg lamp and and all that. And uh, yeah. so I, I guess over the years I've seen a lot of pieces of it, but I've never I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. It's yeah. worth the whole watch, definitely. It, it is. It yeah. really is. I mean, there is not. I don't know. I, to me, there is no no other movie shows that whole sense of how special and the the longing and how there's that one special gift ever that you could possibly ever want more than a Christmas story. I mean, it's about, I think it's the best kids movie, like showing what it really felt like to be a kid, I guess, during Christmas time to me. I mean, the kid was obsessed over it. And and I like think of it as my, like if I had gotten Optimus prime that year when I was a kid, that probably would have been my Christmas story, you know, but I didn't. So I am damaged psychologically as a result. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but it, it, it's was it a go ahead go ahead red what was it called a red rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle oh wow something like that yeah he remembered you'll shoot i'm looking at internet movie data <laughs> <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out but, you know, you'll shoot your eye out and the triple dog dare yeah we say oh, that all that the time great. you know that's where he and, got his, uh, his t- her tongue stuck on the pole there yeah yeah and I love it when he says the you know the I, the fudge word, but it wasn't fudge, you know. Right. And then the mom calls the neighbor because Ralphie ratted out and wouldn't say that he heard it from his dad, of course. Right. And he calls out one of his buddies, and the mom calls the buddy's mom. And then <laughs> in the in the phone, he's like, "He said what? <laughs> Probably from his father." I'm like, no, he she, he heard it from your son. What? I mean, you just hear this kid being beat in the background. Oh, come oh, What did I do? What did I do? So funny. Oh, it is. it's great. And when the dogs eat the Christmas turkey at the very end, oh, love yeah. that so much. Oh, yeah. Just the other day, someone said he's, he needs, he stood there like, he laid there like a slug. It was his only defense. <laughs> I can't remember. Somebody, like, I think Connor said that about somebody else. But, you know, we, we use all these phrases from that, from that movie uh, in our. Day to day life, all year long. No, anyway. Those are two mo- two movies you got to see, Chris. Definitely. Yeah, you got to watch them. You got to watch them. Uh, Most definitely. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. If you have time, I know you do a lot for Christmas. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. Christmas stories. Yeah, maybe. I'm it's telling you, it, there is a channel right now showing Christmas story 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. You you just need to look for it and find it. I like the idea that the the house that it was filmed at is now like a museum, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and you can go you can go in it and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. I'd do that mm-hmm. even without watching the movie. I like it's, I like that it's, kind it's of really thing. Good. They won't let you in. <laughs> I have to watch it first. I sit in the car and watch it. <laughs> you got to pass some questions to get in. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. You have to fill out like a, a trivia yeah. form. And then they want they'll let you in or not. So you're probably out of luck. When uh when they were playing baseball, who was the kid third row in the back with the blue hat? What color was his jacket? Oh man. <laughs> Teal. All right. So on on here <laughs> on your uh on the notes we got jingle all the way. You like that? Okay. You like that one, Mark? 
I did. You know, this is the funny story about Jingle All the Way. I saw that. You know, it, it, I think it came out in the mid '90s. So, time I got married, Brandon uh, actually had the Turbo Man action figure, like a real one. Wait, they actually had a real Turbo Man? Yeah, they actually made him. Yeah, just like for one year. Oh, wow. To tie him with the movie. Oh, cool. So he actually had one, and so he was big into the movie. And, you know, it's it's a Power Rangers riff, riff on Power Rangers. It's got Sinbad in it, and probably his best role ever, best thing he ever did, was being the postal worker <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's got, it's, it's pretty funny. And, uh, so it, we watched it all the time, of course. And then I remember, and I, I this is a recurring theme on the podcast because I think I sold Turbo Man at a garage sale oh, one no. year, oh. which was stupid, right? Yeah. And the funny part is, is be, you know, the movie is all about finding the Turbo Man right. at, at great cost, you know. And actually, I looked <laughs> to try to buy one again because I was like, we really need to have one just because we watch it all the time. Uh, and they're like a couple hundred bucks. Oh, probably. man. So man. we're not going to have another Turbo Man, actually. Oh, man. Unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's it's light. It's kind of goofy. But uh, we enjoy watching that one. I, I, it's Jingle- I like that movie. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it. Hey, well, it's got Phil Hartman in it being a slime ball next door yeah. who's hitting on his wife. Said he's really good in it as well. Hey, whatever, so whatever happened to Sinbad? I don't know. Is he still even around? I don't know. Things? He was kind of on a roll there for a while, and then he like disappeared. Yeah, he had he like thirty minutes of fame, not fifteen. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I thought he was funny. Is what is Jingle All the Way about? Is that uh, that's not the? I'm thinking of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's oh, where good. he can't find the doll for his kid. Get, you know, oh, I'm sorry, the action figure. Give me the toy. Uh, give me the any. Give me the toy if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. It's actually that. got the kid from uh, Star Wars Episode One, so it's like Anakin Skywalker before he was Anakin Skywalker. Oh, which okay. has kind of tainted the movie, in my opinion. Oh. But, you know, I try to forgive the kid about it. I'll have to see it again. I think yeah, it's, 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 it's not bad. It's not bad. Oh wait, yeah, wait! It's got it's got the the little the little boy that was in the first movie. Yeah, it's got Jake. Is it Jake Lloyd? Is oh, that the kid? oh, he's not a kid now. I'm sure. Okay, but yeah, he's 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 the kid. Oh wow, that was in Jingle All the Way as well. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. I didn't. Oh, cool. It all ties back to Star Wars somehow with me. Nice. Basically, the way it goes. You guys hear there's a Star Wars movie coming out in a couple. I, of days? I, may have, I saw it when I was buying, buying some makeup last week, and uh, there was some cover girl makeup. <laughs> you buy some based on stuff? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Actually, today my. Uh, one of my coworkers is like, "Hey, I've got something for you," Uh-oh. and she brings me it's it's a lunchbox she got from Subway that has like Kylo Ren from the new Star Wars movie on it. She's like, what? "I got a kid, I got a kid's meal at Subway, and it came comes with a free lunch bag." So oh, I thought like, you could have it. That's awesome. And it even came with a little lightsaber toy inside. What? So she's like, "You can have that too." And I'm like, "I love you so much, man." I guess it looks like I'm going to Subway tomorrow. Go to Subway tomorrow. Get you a Kylo Ren lunch bag. Awesome. Yeah. Just just so you guys know. What about uh Muppet Christmas Carol? You guys like that one? That's a good one. I, yes. I like that one. I gotta find that one too. I, I have to keep my eyes open for that one because that's a DVD slash Blu-ray I would love to own. I don't know if it's okay. on Blu-ray. While we're on Muppets, have you guys been watching the new Muppets show? I, I saw I the first it. two of them, but I couldn't really get into it. Same here, man. I just was like, I can't do this whole it's kind of like the adult version of the Muppets. Yeah, I just they, think it's they did that out of, in poor taste. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It's it. 
kind of remind me of like The Office, but mm-hmm. but I think it's supposed to, but yeah. but a little bit more like yeah, like you said, they're just too adult, not fun enough, yeah. I guess. No, right, right. More Ricky Gervais and not enough uh, Jim Henson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well put, sir. Well put. It's sad. It is sad. So that's movie specials. Any other... Okay, what about you guys have any Christmas memories you'd like to share? Yes. Kevin? May I? My favorite is when... All right. My dad was a policeman, and he also worked for the CIA. I can say that now because he has passed. But I couldn't say it while he was alive because for some reason he would break my fingers. <laughs> oh, jeez. And uh, so, but you are even more cool now than you were you. 10 seconds ago. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. All I'm right. sorry I ever put you on probation, Kevin. <laughs> That's all right. My bad. Hold on. Your fingers. <laughs> yeah. It's now on the two. <laughs> Why is there a helicopter <laughs> flying around over here? <laughs> gone five <clears throat> um, so my dad had different devices when I was growing up and what better way to you know, test out the devices than at home on your children. And <laughs> so while he was a cop, they came up with this. The thing that my dad did, as far as I knew, is he worked in development for like non-lethal type of stuff once in a while, I think. And then he would work in offices for other things. But the reason so, I would, so like the, be- the beanbag guns and stuff. Yeah, cool. things like that. And, oh, stand and, still, Kevin. <laughs> Well, that's my point. He'd come home with these things. He'd come home with these things, like like uh, little plastic things that you would wear, like a ring on your finger. But if used correctly, you could bring down a man by twisting his finger or hand one way. And he goes, "Come here!" And what is it? (laughs) Pull my finger! (laughs) Pull my finger finger and watch what happens. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so, long story short, he, he came home one day with this box that was probably about uh, the size of a box of cards. And on one end of it was this string that would come out and would connect uh, somewhere. And whenever that string was tripped, an alarm would go off in the box, really high pitched siren noise. Um, And it was orange. That tells you how old it was. It was mid to late seventies. I think it was eight or nine. The first time I saw this thing by, by the age of nine or 10, I had practiced for five years, becoming an expert creeping downstairs on Christmas Eve to look at the gifts. (laughs) So my dad every year would try setting up a barrage of, of tactical gear to stop me. And this year was this, this wire and he he unhooked it and put it across the top step, and then going down the steps were a ton of boxes. Now I didn't I didn't know this, but uh, my brother noticed it because he tried going down first, and then I could hear him out there. I pretended I was sleeping, but I could hear him, and he said, "I have to go to the bathroom." And I thought this bathroom was busy, so I could go downstairs. And the alarm was tripped. I heard the and. He came back to bed. And he goes, and "There's boxes out there too, so good luck." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so about I wait like two hours. Christmas Eve music on the radio. Oh, I loved it. We we would listen to Christmas music all night, just blast it. And uh, here it is, probably about maybe one a.m. And my grandparents were in their room. 
which was right across from ours. They would come and spend the Christmas with us. And I could go by them because they couldn't hear me. So I just went by them. And then I get to the top of the steps and I listen for the purring of my parents. You know. Yep. Yep. And I have to step in sync with the breathe-ins because that way, you know, it's drowned out by their own snores. <laughs> That's how good I was. You so, really thought this out. I, I oh, like yeah. the preparation. This is good. Thank you. Um, so, and I saw the string. I found it. I didn't do like what you do in the movies, which is reach down and go, Pew! I didn't do that because that would have been number one, cool, but number two, stupid. <laughs> so, so I crept over the wire, the trip wire, and I, I saw a box there and I noticed inside of the box, he put mouse traps. Whoa. In, in the boxes going downstairs. Oh, nice. You're not playing. Well, it was, it, it was the seventies. What are they going to do? He's a cop and a CIA guy. <laughs> Who are they going to put that put away? They're going to put me away for being a bad kid. So I'm going down the <laughs> steps and I, and I like a ninja got in between like all the boxes and I made it down and I had one of the best nights of my life because I think that was the year the race car track was down there. There mm. was some of uh, the stompers. You remember? Oh yeah. Stompers? Yeah, yeah man. Stompers. stompers were awesome. Oh yeah. So what'd you, what'd you do? Did you open your presents or? No, well, uh, Santa Claus always came at night, and the kids' presents were always opened and set up. Oh, oh, okay. How did you, how'd you know? How did you know whose was who? You have a tag on it, or no? I figured since um, um, we had the wish books, and we would pick what we wanted. We get five mm-hmm. things each. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, and so most of the time, Santa gave us exactly what we wanted. We were pretty blessed until the divorce, and then Santa didn't. <laughs> No, but oh, man, that's awful. Sorry, I didn't mean to go that way. But so, <laughs> <laughs> so I played with the toys, and then I would go back in the back room where they had the adult presents opened already, and check out all the cool stuff that I thought I would find interesting in my twenties or thirties. Wait, so you didn't you didn't actually unwrap any present? No, didn't have to. And the, and the adults didn't either. Well, the adults already opened all their presents before they went to bed. Oh, okay. All this stuff was open okay. in the back room. All right. And they stored all that stuff in there because t- Christmas Day was for the I kids. got you. I got you. I thought they were just lazy Sorry. and didn't want to wrap any of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here you go. Here's no. a toaster. <laughs> yeah. I, already took, I already took it out of the box for you. <laughs> Man, I thought Chris not watching the Christmas story ever was the weirdest thing I was going to hear. All night. <laughs> I don't know, Getting back up, I didn't care so much, yeah. and and I would just I would run it. I just and I remember bam 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 up the steps and stuff and get back to bed. And hey, did you bed. ever think about taking those boxes and putting them in front of it, hit your dad's door? God, no. <laughs> no, you blame it on, led to more testing than <laughs> blame it on your brother. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I gave you warning. I gave you warning. <laughs> So that I love that. If I could do that one more time, that would be great. If I could go back in time and just go down the steps again, because that was always fun. yeah, such and <laughs> such. And and, I, and Santa Claus was there. That was the amazing part. Hey, Kevin. Yeah. So so going down the steps, he had like boxes with with mouse with mouse traps in them. Why didn't he just put a box on every single step? It was like that for like the first seven steps. So how'd you get past them? Slow and easy, baby. Um, <laughs> there was uh, 
there was walls on each side, so there was a lot of ninja holding. Okay, okay, awesome. Mid-air stuff and parkour, parkour. Yeah. But and, and I took my time. It took me a good forty minutes to get down. Nice, the good job, Kevin. No. Good job. That's, yeah, thank you. Story. It was worth good it story. for kids across America. <laughs> so that was that. I love that. That's my favorite memory. Oh, that's Christmas. very cool, Mark. Uh, well, um, I don't have any like one specific. I don't think memory from Christmases when I was a kid growing up. I I do remember like just some things we did almost every year. Seemed like and and. One one of the things was I remember watching cartoons and it seems like it was like wacky races or whatever that's called where uh, it's like all the cartoon characters are having a race. Do you guys remember that cartoon? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I vaguely. Do. I remember, uh, for some reason, I I remember that being very dark in the living room, the lights out, and it was snowing outside, nice. and uh, my mom was making sugar cookies. My mom she she would make these. Uh, sugar cookies and we get out this it, I don't know what it's called it, it looked almost like a, a hot glue gun or something like that but you load the back of it up with the cookie dough and you squeeze the handle and it squirts out on the other and there's like a a, a stencil-y looking oh, thing it's like Play-Doh, like and it would Play-Doh. squirt out like a yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it, it would squirt out like a, a tree or a snowflake or a you know a Santa face or something like that That's awesome. and so she, she would mix them up and uh, mix up all this dough and all these different colors, and then she'd let us come and squirt them out on the cookie sheet. Oh, that's cool. And and bake and bake them. So that was always fun. And uh, I, I you just remember she would always play uh, again music. I'm mocking memories here, but she would have a she had a Johnny Mathis Christmas album. I love and that she, album. Yeah, Johnny Mathis singing Silver Bells, man. Every time takes me right back to watching the Laugh Olympics and eating those little sugar. <laughs> they're shaped like candy cane. Or Is that the album with uh, him holding the skis on the cover? Yes, red jacket. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, it. my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's so good. I, I'm going to buy it. I think I'm going to buy this right now. Uh, but anyway, that 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 was. And I know I did those things every year. I'm I'm sure that we did, but uh, just uh, remembering that in particular, that one uh, yeah. just sticks out for me. I have that album if you, by chance, need to have it again. Well, okay. I'm looking at it right now. I think this might be... Yep, that's it. It's got silver bells on it. Yep, okay. Yes. I have the record, but I also have it in the computer. I put it in the computer. Ah, okay. (laughs) I I thought of uh, of something from earlier. We talked about Christmas gifts. I'll tell you one um, one of my favorite Christmas gifts. Man, it's probably been 10 years or so. My wife was, my, my thing about Christmas is I don't like giving people lists and I don't like people giving me a list because if I'm going to give somebody something, then I, I, I want to think about it and I, and, and I want it to come from me. And like, like with my wife, if she's going to say, get me this, you can just go get that yourself. You know, you're like, we're adults, you have a job, save up. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. and, and not everybody agrees with me and my mom certainly doesn't, but, um, uh, so, so you never get anything you want. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, but, uh, so, so a lot of times, my, you know, my wife will say, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, you sh- I live with you every day. You should know, like, I shouldn't have to give you a list, you know? And, and if you can't think of anything, <laughs> then pay attention. No, but, uh, no, I'm just kidding, but wow. I'm just joking. But, um, wow. one, year, one, one year she, she said, uh, 
uh, she did, this was this is when I was first kind of getting into all this. Like, you know what? I I don't want a list, and you should. You don't. I'm not going to give you a list. You should. You know. You should know. You should know me. That kind of thing. And she said, "Well, what do you want for Christmas?" And so, just off the top of my head, I said, "I want a baboon box with lice." You know, just you know, what? you know, it's just crazy. You know, it's just crazy. Whatever. You know, just whatever. Go get me that. You know, if you don't know me, go get me that. You know. If you don't know me by now. Right. So for Christmas. So <laughs> what a licensed so, baboon. So for Christmas, I open up one of my gifts and what is it? It's a little ceramic box in the shape of a baboon. And inside of it is like a little like a little bug. I don't I haven't seen them in a while, but back then they had these little like pillbox kind of things, like they're ceramic, but they had tons and tons of them. Like they had one for everything, but she found, she found a baboon one that actually had like it came with like a little bug inside of it. Crazy! That's the best. It's awesome. <laughs> that is it's awesome. So that then is. I was like, man, if she could find that, maybe I should uh, put the USS flag on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Let's say you want that, you want. That's what you get. <laughs> this, this is what I want for Christmas. <laughs> That is that's awesome. a good story. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember making uh, dough ornaments like in art class in school? Yes. Yeah. At all? Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. this is funny. I, I, I a bunch of pictures of these uh, that I still have. I, I still had a them, and uh, I, I think I may put a post up at the Retroist or something, maybe, and it kind of show them because they're pretty funny. Yeah, that'd be cool. You can like you can like track the stuff that Mark was obsessed over back in the eighties as he went through school. Okay. The first year, like at first just elves. It, you know, I made like two elves or an elf and a snowman, something like that. The next year, Smurfette and then a, a Smurf. Okay. With with you know and then the year after that, Garfield. Made Garfield with a Christmas hat on or a you know Santa's hat on. What else have I got there there? E. T. Um I know one year I made Hallie's Comet because it was, you know, the year Hallie's Comet came. And so I put Hallie's Comet in my, in my Christmas ornament. And one year I've got Ghost, but the Ghostbusters logo. Uh, this oh, enormous man. Ghostbusters made out of Play-Doh stuff and paint like with, with a Santa hat nice. on. It, it's pretty cool. But I, I remember having a good time making those in, in art class, those recurring projects we always did. Sure. Hey, you said Smurfs. It reminded me of uh, three more Christmas specials. Oh, good oh, grief. No. Here we go. Smurfs. No, I'm kidding. The Smurfs. <laughs> they had a couple of them. Uh, uh-huh. they're, they're, they're okay. Uh, He-Man and She-Ra had a Christmas special, right. which is uh, interesting. Of course they did. Uh, and then uh, Pac-Man, the cartoon, had a Christmas special. Yeah. 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 So, I remember that yeah. one. Me too. It's funny. But it, I don't know. Just being a kid during that time, you know, you just make whatever you're thinking of. And so... You know, why not have an E.T. wearing a Santa hat for your Christmas tree? <laughs> hey, I would love to have that on a tree. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have those around? Or they... Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. They're, oh, I, awesome. uh, let me think here. I think that's the only, I think that's all I mentioned was the ones I had. Did you laminate them or anything to protect them for? No, they they have just been, they've just held up that long. There's some kind of like varnish or something on them, I guess. Yeah, it's okay. like a glaze they, or something on them. Yeah, it's like a glaze, and so like one, you know, one of the hats broke off. I think ET's finger broke off, maybe. Um, and there's a couple the that finger. are just that I've just lost. Oh, but okay. uh, you know, like the Halley's Comet one, and I, there's another one I couldn't. 
it seems like there's another big one I'm forgetting. Probably Pac-Man somewhere in there. But uh, did, anyway. Did y'all ever do Shrinky Dinks? Yes. I love those things. They are awesome. All right, so I'll, 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 go, I'll throw out my two songs because I only have two. One is Dominic the Christmas Donkey. Have you ever heard that one? No. What? Did you did you live on planet Earth where you were I, I mean, you didn't see Christmas Story. You've never seen what else was he? Never seen Scrooge. But he knows Dominic, Dominic Christmas, Christmas Donkey. Sounds like a pizza delivery. Are you kidding me? It's got to be like the Star Trek Mirror Evil Universe. Yeah, that's right. It's where that happened. That's got to be the evil version of Rudolph from the Star Trek Mirror Universe. But you guys hear wow. the elliptical, the uh, Christmas Arbitross? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sing us a little bar. I, you. you know, I was afraid you were going to say that. I don't remember it. <laughs> of course, we have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> That can't be real. There's no way. He's hallucinated. <laughs> he, he had an inhaler before the show. That's right, he did. Oh, man. I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I think it's I think it's a real thing. <laughs> You're going to have to show me some proof. Hold on, I'm going to find it. <laughs> Oh man! Join him before he starts a website. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go register the site now. What was yeah. it? Dominic Christmas Donkey. <laughs> 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 oh wait, it's Dominic. Oh gosh, I found it. Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's getting better and better. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me! By oh, Louis. Man. By Lou Dom- Dominic's in a classical Italian. <laughs> oh man, oh man, this is. I'm gonna hype. I'm gonna have to use my inhaler again. I'll tell you what. Wait, here great. we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 la. Is that ringing any bells? It's ringing some bells, but uh, I'm not familiar with it. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic. The cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Hey, jingity-jing. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man! You know you, wow. that, That's not your favorite song. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man! Mine is, mine is Luigi, the Sicilian lizard. <laughs> I was gonna say, is, it, is there an, uh, an Australian version called Dominic the Christmas Dingo or something, <laughs> something like that? Oh man! Oh, man. Well, you're gonna love my wow. second one. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for it. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. You, I know you've heard this one, though. Here we go. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. 
I was going to say, I I never thought I would hear a song about an animal based on Christmas more irritating than the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, man. I I was almost going to make that joke, but I was too busy, like, dying of laughter. (laughs) And then you go and play that. Oh, man. I want a hippopotamus. (laughs) It's like a retired Bird Gibb. Wow. Yeah. Wow. My daughter wow. loves Those that song. It would blast it every year. And, uh, <laughs> what is that it weird and animals in Christmas? Yeah, that's kind of That grandma got ran over by a reindeer song drives me crazy as well. Yeah. Hey, did I tell y'all? Uh, I was listening to um, This American Life or something, and they did a story about back in the 50s, maybe? Or sometime around then. There was a guy that was trying to promote hippo meat in the U.S. as an alternative for cows. Great, oh, and it was Whoa. and it was like gaining some steam. But then something happened, and um, something happened to him and his partner, or something. But they kind of dropped it. But anyway, it was like uh, it, it might have been a big deal. We might be eating hippo right now. Did he get trampled? No, they, they he had a falling out with his partner or something. Wow, that's but crazy. anyway, yeah. So there you go. Well, real quick, I was going to tell you there was a, a gentleman. I uh, won't say his name, but down in Westover Market, where I used to live, there was a game between the Lions and the Redskins, and he got a hold of some lion meat and was trying to sell it for the game. Oh, wow. And he got arrested. Wow. He got, wow. He got arrested. Yeah. This is back in the 80s. And huh. the store got closed for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Whoa. If you've got a song that can beat Dominic, let me hear it. Well, mine is uh, George Mellon. It's <laughs> <laughs> serious. Uh, George Melacrino's Christmas Suite from 19, I think it's 1956 or 57. That's what I grew up with. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah it's nice. nice. And, and listening it's like a medley of all the yeah, songs. Yeah. It is. A six-minute medley of a whole bunch of them. And, and I could, when I was a kid, I could picture Tom and Jerry cartoons in my head making them up for this <laughs> yeah. entire medley. Yeah. But, uh, George Melacrino is an incredible arranger and, and composer. And the poor gentleman um, in his history, he's put out like a ton of albums way back in the 50s and 40s, just when the music was great because he just finished winning world war two mm-hmm. and the mood was super high and the music was just gorgeous. There was no mistakes. Poor guy, uh, passed out, passed away by taking a bath and drowning in the tub. Whoa. Oh no. What? Can you believe it? All Whoa. that beautiful talent gone because he didn't sit up right. Wow. God bless him. But yes, that, that entire album. And it's hard to find, exact copies of each version of that song because it was recorded in Britain and the ones in America are completely different because they didn't want to copy what was written in Britain. Okay. So it's that whole UK America thing. Interesting. uh, Yeah. So it's, it's, it's always hard to find an exact, like if I buy an album with George Melacrino mixed in with it, 
every single version would be different of the Christmas suite because it would have to be played different. Oh, wow. It's really yeah. weird. Weird copyright laws in the 50s, but it's my favorite thing. That's my favorite song. Mark? I guess my biggest, my, my favorite Christmas song is actually Green Sleeves for a weird reason. Let me tell you why. Good choice. I was, I was Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, I was in band when I was in school, uh, really big into the band. Band was a huge deal at my school. And I always tell my kids that being a band geek was like being on the basketball team where I went to school because 25% of the student body was in band. It was just that big of a deal. Oh, wow. Right. He doesn't believe me, but anyway. <laughs> um, so I was, uh, I played saxophone and uh, I have so many memories of Christmas. I mean, because like for, you know, six years through school, uh, pro- actually seven years, because we did it in sixth grade too, we would do a Christmas concert, you know, it just got to be the thing. And uh, I remember always being kind of bored during concert band season anyway, because it wasn't as exciting as marching band season. Yeah. Uh, Cause you didn't, you know, you weren't out there doing all the, the motions and stuff. And it wasn't, you know, the jazz band stuff that I was in didn't really kick into gear until like spring when we would do comp- competitions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh concert band was just a little duller, I guess you might say than those two things. And so uh playing saxophone, were either one of you guys in band at all? Yes. Okay. Uh, what, what instrument did you play? Uh, I did clarinet and then, uh, took on drums for my high school years. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I, I did clarinet for one year in the sixth grade. Okay, very good. So both of you guys will understand this, what I'm about to tell you. So we, when, we're, when, when you're playing in concert band and you're playing saxophone, no one wants to hear you. <laughs> you're, you're not really supposed to be there. You know, it's, it's like it's meant for like French horns. Your part is the French horn part. In every single okay. song. Yeah. And there's never enough French horns. There's always more saxophones. And the saxophones are louder naturally anyway. And, uh, you know, they, they don't want to hear you. So every time when you play the song, it's like the sax has got to hold back. The sax has got to hold back. Okay. The sax is, you, you need to hold back. Okay. So we yeah. get to play Green Sleeves. And Green Sleeves is, you know, again, beautiful song. And, the, the, it began, this arrangement of the song began with uh, a bassoon solo, or the bassoon section would be a solo. We didn't have a bassoon in our band. So we had cues for the bassoon in the saxophone part, which was very unique. Uh, very rarely did we have cues at all. And the cues is basically when, if you don't have one instrument, this other instrument covers the part okay. for right. you. Okay, so... And the bassoon, of course, is a lower tone instrument. This is going way longer than I, it needed. To be. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Okay, so the bassoon, is a, the bassoon is kind of a lower toned instrument, right? Right. So to play the bassoon part, it was really stra- stressing the range, the lower registers of what the saxophones can do, the alto saxes. So it was like you, we were playing some of the lowest notes you could ever play on a saxophone. You had to drop your jaw and really get yeah. the the airflow going and all this, you know. And yeah. so it was like you had to play it with so you had, and it was never loud enough. He's like, I know I never say this, but I need a little bit of the extra. You saxes are going to have to play a little bit louder. And I was like, oh, yeah, here it comes, baby. Finally, we've got this time where we can play this song and be loud. And so 
I was just thrilled when we did this whole thing. And I could still play the thing. I, I know the exact fingerings right now. I could show you in my fingers right now how to play that that exact melody through there from that. And then the best part was later on in the song, at the big swelling end of it, there is this wonderful counter melody that was by the clarinets and the saxophones. And, of course, the rest of the band is playing the melody, and the counter melody was kind of getting drowned out. And so oh. the band director's like, okay, I'm going to say this again. I'm going to need a little more clarinet and saxophone here in this part at the end. And at that point, we were on the high, high, high end of the sax register. Oh, like man. Some of the highest notes you can play. And so I was like, this is the greatest song ever for saxophones because you can play the low, low, low notes and you can play the high, high, high notes and you can play as loud as you want to. Wow. It was the best. <laughs> nice. I just, I just loved it. And so I found a, an arrangement of it. I downloaded the MP3 many years ago. That's pretty close to the one that we played in uh, high school band. So that was always a, a favored song of mine is Greensleeves. You have any other Christmas uh, items you'd like to discuss before we wrap it up? Oh, that's a good one. Get it? Oh, yeah. Rap. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Making a pun. I love Christmas it. Christmas rapping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have any. I think we chatted it all out. I feel like we covered it pretty well. Yeah, I think uh, I'm. A, I'm going to agree with that. Definitely, I concur. Yeah, we have Christmased up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, awesome. Thank you guys uh, for joining me and Merry Christmas. Uh, if you would tell everybody where they can find you guys. Well, you could find me just at the greatest location on earth next to Mark Alley's and Christopher Tupa's website, which is zerbinator.wordpress.com for podcasts and music. Help yourselves. Everything's free. <laughs> nice. Uh, you can find all my stuff at markalley.com, M-A-R-C-A-L-L-I-E.com. Uh, I've been putting book updates up there for book two, which is about half written. I totally didn't make my goal for national novel writing month but anyway oh. i've still got seventeen thousand. words. yeah hey uh, so you, try, you, you tried it though yeah exactly definitely and, uh, uh i also write and uh, edit at a video game website about cooperative video games and other stuff as well uh cooptimist.com co-optimist.com and you can check that uh recently i put up a ghostbusters the board game review oh nice oh cool so yeah Got a copy of that from the publisher, actually. Oh, so wow. It was, it was all right. Not, not a bad game. It's pretty light, uh, but it's fun. It's fun. Well, that's cool. It's, so it's a new game? Like, sweet. Very sweet. Yeah, it just came out like a month Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you've got your four Ghostbusters miniatures, and there's like, I don't know, 60 or 70 ghost miniatures that you can put out there. Have you ever played Zombicide or read about uh-uh. it? Okay. Well, it's similar to that, but it's Ghostbusters instead. Oh, cool. And, you know, you go around the map. You can drive around in the Ecto One, and you can bust ghosts and meet your objectives. And it's it's got the Stay Puft Man in it, and uh, Slimer, and a bunch of other cool stuff. So it, it's it's not a bad little game. Cool, I checked it out. So you can uh, you can find all my stuff at ctupa.com. Thank you so much for joining us tonight as we talk about Christmas. And y'all have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Boom. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for listening to TupaCast. TupaCast can be found on iTunes or at ctupa.com slash tupacast. Christopher will create original art relating to each podcast that will be for sale on the website. 
Proceeds from the sale of art will go to help pay for the hosting fees. If you have a topic idea for a podcast or would like to be a guest on TupaCast, email tupacastpodcast at gmail.com. Feedback and comments are also welcomed at iTunes and via email. We hope you have enjoyed listening to TupaCast. Bye! Power to the people, man. That's a good thing, right? (laughs) What? (laughs) Click, click, click! (laughs) I want my tater tot! I want my tater tot! Time to say goodnight, bro.